Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we have a New Year's message from January of 2023, straight from the heart of Pastor Jim Harris and, of course, from Scripture. He acknowledges the cultural decline in the world and outlines six woes that will result from that decline. These woes are described in Isaiah chapter 5. Pastor also tells us of the scriptures we need to know as believers to avoid the pitfalls of this sad world. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, When the World is Upside Down. The wicked are flying high right now, but they will not prevail forever. When you understand God is going to judge the world with perfect righteous judgment, when you understand that His wrath will be poured out, undiluted against sin and sinners, what do you do? Well, Peter put the answer into his rhetorical question here. What sort of people ought you to be? And then he defines what you're to be in holy conduct and godliness. I make no specific predictions for the coming year. I can tell you that... um, the trajectory of our world is morally and spiritually downward, and the degeneration is accelerating. I know that even in the world of professing Christians, there is what Charles Spurgeon dealt with in his day, a a downgrade controversy. The compromise with the world is likewise accelerating among Christians. Denomination after denomination, two of the biggest ones in, in America, are being rent in two right now with those that are standing for God's definition of marriage or of race are being driven out from that which they have built. Church after church and parachurch organizations alike are buying into the world's ways. Critical race theory is now rampant. Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, or DEI training. I don't think I knew that acronym a year ago. And now there's a whole bunch of people who are part of the Heritage Bible Church family that have had to go through it. Diversion, Equity, and Inclusion. That means we celebrate how diverse we are, but you're not welcome unless you think like we think you should. We believe in the equality of everyone except the opinion of those who stand for what God says. And we believe in total welcoming inclusion of everybody, but we will fire you in a moment if you don't kowtow to saying what we want you to say. And I have friends in ministry who are being squeezed out of crumbling organizations with which they've served for decades because they're being told that their view on marriage is, well, it's antiquated. Well, yeah, 6,000 years ago when God invented it in the book of Genesis, call that antiquated if you want to. I call it true. Our church and others like it 
are becoming more and more like islands of refuge from creeping liberalism, from critical race theory and assaults on marriage and morality. So my call to us is more than ever to be diligent, to be what the church is supposed to be. I don't think President Putin is going to invade Mexico or Canada. I don't think we're going to have a lot of refugees bombed out of their houses showing up where we can give them a bed and some food and the gospel. But we're getting spiritual refugees all the time. People saying, oh, my church, grandma and grandpa took me there. And now if you stand for what God says, you're not welcome. How sad. May we be known for what? Well, holy conduct and godliness. May we prove ourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom we appear as lights in the world holding fast the word of life. Beloved, don't waste time and energy trying to restore a culture that is hell-bent on turning away from God and attacking those who love Him. That's not why we're here. I miss the way some things were when I was a kid. I wasn't even a Christian, but the world was more, way more Christian than a lot of Christians are today, if that makes any sense. We're here not to fix a broken culture. We're here to bear witness to the risen Christ, to proclaim the gospel, to be about serving Him as He builds His church, and that comes one soul at a time. So we know why God has left us here to enter a brand new year, at least one more time through the calendar, unless He takes us home before then, but why? Well, do you know anybody that doesn't know Christ? Well, there's part of your things to do list for the year. God left you here in order to be the conduit for the gospel. God's church is not in trouble. Man's church is. Um, let's be the real deal. We come together to worship and to serve, not to be served, not to have somebody give us what we want. We come to do all things without grumbling and disputing. That's a lofty standard. But rejecting with all our hearts everything that God helps, uh, that God hates, that is a high calling, but it's worth pursuing. Oh, and by the way, it wouldn't be one of my traditional New Year messages if I didn't say, don't forget, this comes at a cost. 2 Timothy 3.12, indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But don't be afraid. <laughs> Peter wrote in the same kind of a setting, cast all your care on him for he cares for you. You do the casting, he'll do the, he'll do the caring. I mentioned that we belong to something that's a lot older than us, a lot bigger than us. Well, if that's not an excuse to quote Charles Spurgeon, I don't know what is. I took a, one of his many, many you, can, you can read that guy every day. You can read his morning and evening devotions are, are, are well worth it. Um, he, he often spoke um, extemporaneously, and then it got written down. And, and he came up with stuff like this. Let me just read this to you. I did, I did update it from his Elizabethan English, but that's all. He says this, How often do you and I stand stargazing into the future and trembling 
because we think we see various signs or warnings and strange sights which portend some future troubles. O child of God, leave the future to your God. O leave everything that is, is to come in the hand of Him to whom the future is already present and who knows beforehand everything that shall befall you. Draw from the present living water with which to moisten the arid desert of the future. Snatch from the altar fires of today a torch with which to light up the darkness of that which is to come. Depend on it, that he who is today your son shall be the sun forever, shining even in the darkest hour. He shall shine upon you. And he who is today your shield shall be your shield forevermore. And even in the thickest part of the battle, he shall catch the dart and you shall stand unharmed. Wow. I wish God would give me a mind to think like that about one hour a week. I would type like crazy. He got it, didn't he? Let's pray. Our Father, we, we come to you recognizing the kind of world in which we live and your beautiful sovereign, sovereign providence which has placed us here at this time. We come to you like that man who brought his demon-possessed son to Jesus and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Father, we confess how readily we slip into that consumer mentality of our world and we begin to seek what makes us comfortable and happy and grumble and dispute if we don't have it. Please teach us to love what you love and to seek what honors and pleases you more than our own peace and comfort and affluence. Father, some of us here have employment which hangs in the balance if we speak up for you. Give us grace, guide our paths in the way of righteousness for your name's sake. Some of us have family members going down the, the path of the LGBTQ philosophy and horrible errors. And Father, we're your spokespeople for them. Give us wisdom, give us grace, compassion, boldness, and love as we speak truth. We confess how easily we fall into letting our feelings dominate our decision-making. Father, teach us to want to treat others as we want to be treated and to do it without grumbling and disputing. We confess how we easily slip into regarding ourselves as the victims of the sins of others and we, we get our feelings hurt so we pull away. We blame others for hurting us and we forget how our sin hurts you and drove your son to the cross. Please let us learn to rejoice at doing all things without grumbling or disputing. And Please, Lord, in the coming year, make Heritage Bible Church a place from which individual lights shine together for your glory when we gather and then disperse into the dark, dark corners of the world that we encounter and bring the light of your gospel to people in darkness of sin. Help us to love more than ever these precious times when we gather together. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. 
Amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.